You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right. Say something funny, funny man. Oh my gosh. I. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, good now point. The, now the heat's on. Now, now the now, now the it's heat's not so on. easy to just get started, is it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't necessarily have anything funny to say, but I How did I, I did have an interesting experience. I I'm remembering why I stopped doing social media. I tell you that much. I remember. I realize now. I remember. I remember the reasons why I stopped. Okay. Is this fu- is this funny? No, no, no. Is this? Oh, this is gonna be. <laughs> I. Man, they'll just let anybody have an Instagram account, huh? They'll just let anybody on there. Yeah. What happened to you? Who hurt you? It's not. Nobody... Find out more when we start the episode. <laughs> Welcome to the Crunch, the only podcast that gets its feelings heard on Instagram. It's your boy Ethan. I'm Patrick. Are we feeling? We get the people to mean to us on Instagram. Yeah, people need to stop being so mean to us on the internet. That maybe we'll actually have fun. Oh man, I keep thinking that I'm gonna log on. Everyone's gonna be nice and kind uh-huh. and charitable. Yeah, and understanding of my positions mm-hmm. and opinions. <laughs> but instead. Oh, no. But instead, they call me names. I I had a funny experience this week. Did you? Yeah. Someone. My name's Ethan. And I'm Patrick. We already did that. Did we? Yeah. I don't think we did. Dude, it's too late. We shouldn't be recording this late. We're fathers. It's past. It's past our our bedtime. We are somebody's father together, collectively. Oh, yeah. 
I, you and me, we've we've and it's the and it's this show and it's the audience and these are our <laughs> children and they are and and you have to pay child support, which is at <laughs> patreon.com slash the crunch. You child support refers to the children supporting their parents. That's what you have to pay. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um so someone, if we paid them, it would be called father support. Obviously. Um, so I, I someone responded to one of my reels. I'm getting concerned. Do you have an undergraduate degree? Because I'm, I'm getting the feeling that you don't. Did you see that? No, I didn't. But I can see how someone would think that you'd have an undergraduate degree. No, 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 no. He thought I had. He was asking if I had a degree at all. Like oh, he, he thought you were uneducated. He thought I had no. He had thought I. Had, he thought I stopped in high school. Is what he thought. Mm. And the American you education have that system vibe and, about you. Yeah, do I? <laughs> the gold chain kind is that, of betrays. Yeah, the gold. Yeah. The gold chain is like, oh, this guy. It gives a whole. It gives kind of like a. I'm from Long Island, and I could have gone to Rutgers, but I didn't. Type <laughs> vibe. Is that is that the vibe that it gives? <laughs> that is the vibe. No, it's not. What are you talking I about? Don't know. I don't know where Rutgers is. It could be anywhere. <laughs> I could have gone to Rutgers. The guy, the guy is, is Rutgers an online university? It has, it has that, that I feel like that's what it, it is. You it's, know, it's one of those, it's like ITT technical Institute. I'm pretty sure. Oh, like, where you, like, where, uh, yeah. Phoenix university of Phoenix. It's like Phoenix. It's, it's basically the only website that pops up when you Google college near me. It's just Rutgers. Cause they're everywhere. Oh, like For Webster university. Mm-hmm. Webster mm-hmm. University, like WebMD, mm, WebMD Street University. Okay. I, anyway, so, so you this went to Rutgers fella, and yeah. you got this degree. So this fellow was like, "I'm growing concerned. Do you actually did a second? Did an institution of higher learning grant you a degree?" Is what he wanted to know. And mm-hmm. I responded that I I understand why you would be concerned, given that mm-hmm. I danced around a park wearing a dress. So I can understand why you would think that about me. So I'm not yes. offended. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I figured the worst. The respond? worst thing. No, no. So that's that's exactly uh, what I said. Mm. I said that the wor- right. the the absolute last thing I was going to do was tell him that I have a master's degree in theology because that would sound like I need to defend myself, you know? Right. And I don't we need to never, defend myself. The most important thing about getting a master's is never letting oh, anybody never know talking that you got a about master's. it. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to. You yeah. have to avoid it at all costs, and especially now that we are a a known quantity. Oh yeah, it it's it's it would be social suicide. You might as well join the band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's you like, might as well play the yeah. clarinet. Mm-hmm. People with master's degrees are the adult equivalent of clarinet players, and yeah, I man. will say that now. I will say that right. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, it's no, like it's, what's in that little case that you're carrying around? What's it? What is that? Nothing. Oh, that's your master's degree. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And you have to lick cool. it every time before you use it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna go over here with the um, theater kids. So I, I only I, I've, I've only talked about my degree in one situation, and that's when I'm meeting with people and they ask me if this is what I went. They're like, "What did you go to school for to do what you do?" And I was like, "I have a master's degree in theology." And I say it like a throwaway, but then I immediately mm-hmm. follow it up with, but no debt. That's important. I need you to know that I made a, st- a silly life decision, but not a silly financial decision. I got this master's degree because I was bored and then because I was stressed out and needed to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's I true. Guess... That's accurate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was 2020. 
nothing was going on. I wasn't married yet. I didn't have sure. a kid. I had one Might job. Might as well incur a couple couple tens of thousands of dollars in debt. No, it know, was, since there's not it was, much happening. It was free. Oh, it was free. Yeah, it was free. It was just a lot of work. Yes, exactly. But it was, it was 2020 and I wasn't married. I didn't have a kid yet. So I didn't know how much mm-hmm. work it was going to be. I was, this is in the middle of me reading 100 books in a year. So I was like, what? Yeah, what? that was crazy. What's a couple more books, you know? Patrick would listen to an audiobook from Cal Newport at three times speed and be like, oh, read a book today. How many audiobooks did you <laughs> listen to when you read 100 books in a year, Ethan? I don't actually think that me reading more books than you uh-huh. negates my yeah. argument that yeah. you listening to an audiobook on triple speed does not mean that you properly read the No, book. that's fine. But like, how many audiobooks me? did you listen to when you read 100 books? So in actually, year? right. So you're doing an ad hominem attack. And that I, is well, no, it's like, have you, have, you ever read, have you ever read 100 books in a year? That's just curious. Okay, of any kind, of any kind, shit. of any kind. I mean, if you if you read hundred books of any kind, it could be picture books. Have you ever read hundred books in a year? Oh, uh, you haven't. Okay, got it. This is we'll why move so on. a lot of times you ask me. A lot of times you ask me why people don't like you, and I think I know the answer. First of all, I've never asked you that. I know all the reasons because First they're all, all the reasons I don't all, like myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, um. Why? Why would you attack me? What? It's just a simple. It's a simple assertion that listening to an audiobook on three x speed does not constitute reading a book. That's, it certainly that does. That is my fundamental position. It certainly no, it does. does. Not. Yeah, it does. If you can't, if you can't pick up a, a text mm-hmm. and thumb through it, mm-hmm. or a PDF and swipe <laughs> and ingest with your eyes, uh-huh. you are not reading. Incorrect. You are hearing a book. You are hearing a book. What? Okay. Reading is eyes. <laughs> This is, I will die on this hill. Reading his eyes. Reading his eyes. That's it. There's no, there's, you you think there's, there's no difference between, there's no, there's nothing that's like cognitively demanding about listening to a book. Nothing at all. Again, you're distorting my argument. I did not say that there's nothing that I said reading his eyes and you're saying, oh, so listening isn't hard. (laughs) It's totally different. (laughs) I, I'm just saying it's not it's not reading. You might as well be listening to a podcast. <laughs> then we've written 300 books, Ethan. <laughs> that's damn straight. That's that's, that's, and that's the truth. That's what that means. <laughs> that's that means bucket. you and I together have written 300 books. Right. Someone get Bantam on the line and tell them <laughs> what we've done. <laughs> that's that 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 that's a stop. Like I I I had that canned because I've had this conversation mm-hmm. a million times. You don't understand. Like someone yeah, was like, but not with that's me basically no. That's audience. basically no different than listening to a podcast. Like that I'm an author three hundred times. Yes, if that, and I think yes, which is again that, that would be more impressive okay. than reading a book. <laughs> Right. It's like, it's like, you know how the longest book in, a, you know what the longest piece of fiction in history is? The Communist Manifesto. No. Nah, it wasn't funny. Capital. No. Das no. Kap- okay. No. I don't even know what that is. Ka- Ka- Marx wrote cap- Capital. Marx. Yeah. Famously, Marx, no. Marx. That's where the word Marx capitalism Wahlberg. comes from. Capitalism comes from people who follow Marx's capital. That's the. I'm going to say it one more time to make sure you hear me. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> make sure you stay prayed um, up. Yeah, I did see that. So you don't know what the actual, the longest work of fiction ever to be written is. No. It is a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction that has, I think, something upwards of like 30 million words. That's insane. <laughs> it's just been... Yeah, it's crazy. It's like in the Guinness Book of World Records is the longest thing. So the longest thing is, is that 
what we've been doing is we're doing that. It's just kind of audio a million. Yeah. So it's like if that is considered fiction, what uh-huh. we're doing ought to be considered literature. Uh-huh. I agree. You know? Either yeah. either it's, 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 it's so it's a, it's the what's the opposite of a zvugzang? Ooh, uh, is this a is this in a Dr. Seuss book? Am no. I going to find this if I crack open, walk it in my pocket? Am a I going to z- find the a answer? Zving, a Zwingli, whatever it is, in chess when it's like you're z- damned if you do, Zwingli? you're damned if you don't. The opposite of Zwingli is orthodoxy and truth. <laughs> I'm saying it's it's like what's the thing in chess where it's like if you you would rather pass but you have to make a move. So like you're in a it's like a catch twenty two. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like regardless of what Losing? move you Checkmate? make. No, it's not checkmate. It's a step before checkmate. So, like, you're not in check, but you have to move. And whatever move you do, you have two mm. legal moves, but whichever move you choose, you're going to get checkmated on the next turn. So, you can't do anything right. about it. Uh, the term for... Uh, Look it up. Look it up. Is it, how do you spell it? Zug? 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 Mark Zuckerberg. Zug Wang. Zug Zwang. A situation in which the obligation to make a move in one's turn is a serious, often decisive disadvantage. It is impossible to checkmate if your pieces are in Zugzwang, <laughs> since that would contradict the meaning of the word Zugzwang. You are not in <laughs> Zugzwang if you can win the game the next move. Okay. Um, Mark Zugzwang. Mark Zugzwang versus Elong. Elong Munsk. Elong Munsk. I'm sorry I was so mean we, to you about the book thing, Ethan. I forgive you. Um, I really meant no ill will. I, I know. Was just I didn't either. <laughs> to do a comedy podcast. I know. I was doing a comedy bit too. It was fun. Yeah, people don't yeah. like when I get combative. They like combative. They like combative. People don't like when mm-hmm. I. The people don't like when I get combative. They like when you what get you combative. Mean? Why did they like it when I get combative, but not you? That I think. I think racist. because you can. <laughs> I think because you. <laughs> When you get combative, you emotion. Oh, so it's so it's not okay for the Italian to get a little upset. It's not okay. It's not okay for the guy with the gold chain, the but guy when from the, Long but Island. When the German, but when the German gets, you know, like, then it's, like, like it's okay. I have some questions. I about think the I think it's because you have the capability of emotionally removing yourself from a situation. I do. I get emotionally invested in the situation. Yeah. This is why we compliment each other. So I need to I stay know, level it just, headed. It's just so it's so funny to me because in terms of like. I think in terms of, I think we're both smart in different ways, right? Sure, you're street smart, I'm book smart. (laughs) You're book smart and I am street smart. This is why I feel safe traveling internationally with you. Because you'll be like, don't eat that mushroom, it'll kill you. And I'll be like, Patrick, that guy's trying to rob you right now. And (laughs) then we'll we'll work together. Um, But I think you have have good, you can build an argument, right? You can't write a book if you're not able to logically string thoughts together. And so it's surprising to me that immediately when we enter into anything like that, you instantly (laughs) go, you're bad, you're just an ugly guy over there. I don't like him. And he's 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 Euro trash and he's not successful. And I have more views on Instagram than he does. (laughs) That's what you do. Yeah. It's really funny to me that that happens. I think it's because uh, I was a policy debater for four years in high school. That really helps because if you mm-hmm. can't, because one of the things that you did in debate is you had to do the cross X cross examination mm-hmm. kind of like in law. Yeah. But you would, the way that you would do it is um, 
I don't know if you ever went to a debate round or anything in high school, but the way that you do it I is... Just, well, I mean, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. But in a, in a formalized like debate tournament. Sure. So you there's four players and uh, the affirmative team and the negative team. And the affirmative team gives their first speech. And it's like, here's our plan to solve the resolution. You mm-hmm. know, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then the negative team comes up and they get to cross-examine the affirmative speaker. And then it goes back and forth, back and forth. But when you're cross-examining, you have to stand shoulder to shoulder facing the same direction. So you're not looking at each other. Oh. You're looking at the judge. Weird. Which is, I think, an intentional move by the people who designed high school debate to make it so that it doesn't get too emotional. You know and personal, saying? yeah. Right. And so it's like the fact that I so many times had to ask people questions and like try to dig into their arguments and understand more deeply like... And try to poke holes in their arguments without yeah. being like, so you said this and that's stupid because I was looking into the eyes of an adult while I was doing that's it. That's smart. You know? Yeah, that's wise. I think I think that helped me. Uh, and then on the flip side, when someone's grilling you, you have to stay calm because if you lose your composure, then you lose points. You know, So you have to like oh. both grill and be grilled. In a professional interesting. Way. That would have been yeah. that would have been interesting yeah. for me. I wish I had gone through mm-hmm. that in high school because I went through the yeah. opposite kind of formation. Yeah, you did theater. Where, no, <laughs> y- yeah. Or <laughs> I was told to look into the eyes of my peers and do whatever I could to elicit an emotional, and it worked obviously. Um, right. Yeah. Because you're the goat. I I I proudest moment of my high school career is walking down the hallway and these two these two girls i'd never met in my entire life were having a conversation where they're like who are you uh who are you voting for most likely to be famous and one of them was like patrick nevy of course <laughs> huge and i didn't, and they I didn't like, even know it was you they didn't even know they didn't, they didn't know i was there they didn't know i was there oh, but they were, they were walking past and uh anyway is there so, anyone at your high school that's more famous than you right now may maybe from my high school at all mm-hmm yeah, I probably my high school's been I'm around always for like gonna 50 lose years. This. I'm always gonna lose this because there's a guy in my class who is in the NFL right now. Oh, so I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I think I'm always gonna be yeah. like the Ludwig. At least in the city of Indianapolis, I'm never gonna be more famous than Braden Smith. You know, like the, he's always gonna be the, the guy. The Ludwig thing, where one of his classmates just so happens to be a ridiculously famous faceless YouTuber, is so funny. Mm-hmm. That's that so really funny. funny. He passed him in subscribers finally, though. Oh, really? That's good for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. for him. Um, but well, yeah, no, hey, I think we, we were all rooting for him. In terms of Instagram subscribers or Instagram followers, I'm definitely number one. I don't know if that's true. Um, but uh, you know, you don't know what. Eh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, no, I know um, what you're thinking, but yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, you just never know. You never know. You never know. There's a Tahoe driving down my street slowly. Am I about to be taken by the fence? Is this it for me? <sighs> they heard about it um oh, he's gone oh where was it oh yes so the opposite formation when it came to debate was i was staring face to face with a guy that believed the opposite of everything of me mm-hmm. and i got to look at him mm-hmm. and be like you're an idiot and we would go back and forth of you're an idiot you're an idiot and then he would say you're racist and i would say that's silly or like you're homophobic and i'm like that's just a silly thing to say right. so i'm just trying to describe like this this belief that i have mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it would go back and forth. I would call him an idiot and he'd call me an idiot. And then all of our friends would be like, oh, we just want to eat, man. Like, you guys got to yeah. stop. <laughs> you guys are you guys are ruining this, this <laughs> cheese pizza where the cheese has coagulated into one <laughs> crust that I could separate from the bread and eat as like a chip. You know, you're ruining this experience that I, I'm having right now. <laughs> you guys in, are ruining, you guys are ruining our chocolate milk that we were all given for free 
for some reason as children that's and crazy. isn't it, it do you do you think about this because i think about this often is that at yeah. school it milk was free and you had to pay for water that's insane. that's that's weird right we had a lot of did you did they sell propel at your school yeah what's the hold that propel has on this public know. school system i don't know what's going on with propel but for whatever reason we not me my brother my middle brother got in a lot of heat with my parents because <laughs> he would come home from school and he would have like a ton of charges on his lunch account and and they'd be like what have you been buying and he's like propel it's like then wh- why are you buying my dad it it broke his brain he's like there's are there water fountains in the lunchroom he's like yeah he's like do you know how to use them he's like yeah he goes then why are you paying for bottled water it's flavored. You understand that costs like an extra two dollars. It's crazy. Day. It's crazy. Yeah, insane. So we had a lot of groundings that were pro. <laughs> I will say in, that's really uh, funny in the Stevie house. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I had a big propel phase. Yeah, I was super into it. I was which like, one, I which love. One was your, did you go to the green bottle or the purple bottle? I think I did the purple bottle. I'm not sure. I just love the little twisty mm. top. Ooh. Yeah, man, that was great. You could like a. Uh, and I, I don't, can you, you know? even get Propel at like a store? I don't. I think you they know, discontinued like, it after it gave too many people superpowers. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I had a huge Propel phase. Yeah, giving it the the the, the, the absolute racket that the the school lunchrooms ran by allowing parents to like sign up and link their credit card to their kid's student ID, and just you type in the student ID and get whatever you want. Hmm. Oh, you're not listening propel, and you're looking at propel huh the propel wikipedia page is quite barren i will say not will much say. data <laughs> uh, they are owned by pepsico that, that's yeah. good to know mm-hmm. um, all right anyway nothing nothing to they're related to Continue. gatorade i believe anyway yeah, it's like a gatorade it's a, supposed to be like an antioxidant sports drink whatever whatever i, I can't believe it's from the sun I can't believe they allowed a system where you could just hook up your credit card to your kid's student ID and just and they could just go they could just and go they could just whatever get cookies cookies were thirty cents. When That's crazy. That's crazy. So you could, in theory, get three cookies every day, less than a dollar. It's wild. That guarantee you that does not happen. And those cookies were fresh. I don't they know were if you had these good. But they were good, and they were yeah. each in like little plastic. Oh, we bags. all had the same food. Oh, I don't know what happened, food. but everybody had Michelle the same food. Obama. Michelle Obama happened, and we all had the same pretzels, the same milk, yeah. the same square yeah. pizza with the chip cheese, refried oh. beans, the little the little cubes of pepperoni, and like yeah. the boat pizza. Did you uh-huh. have that? Uh huh. Dude, what was that? I don't know. That was just like a bowl for. Tomato soup, mm-hmm. and then they just popped little cubes of pepperoni yeah. on top of it. And the, like, sometimes it would be the only option on Fridays during Lent. So I'd have to pick off the little cubes to eat meatless like an animal. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. hamburgers were like also yeah, in bags. Like, Why was everything in bags? I don't know. Oh, man. One thing I do remember when I was in elementary school, so this is a bit, this is back in the Bush era. You know, back in the good old days when you could have 2% milk at school. Um, <laughs> but 
Ob- Michelle I, Obama heiress, we still got chocolate milk. For Maybe some that, reason. Yeah, I don't know. When I was that age, because I think just when you're eight, you're an idiot. <laughs> I really believed that if you got the chocolate milk and you got the grape juice, because we could get one of each, right? Mm-hmm. So I got the milk and I got the juice. If you did two straws and you drank the chocolate milk and the, the grape juice at the same time, that it would somehow taste like root beer. So I did that every day, trying to like meme myself into thinking that I was drinking root beer. And I'll like try to get all my friends to do it, but none of them would do it. And I'd be like, guys, come on. It tastes like root beer. <laughs> it just never did. That's disgusting. I did that for like probably a whole year of school. Like just over and over again. I'm picturing you as an eight-year-old. Oh, I was the worst. That's really funny. Oh, You've got just an oversized Spider-Man backpack and you just like socks hiked yeah. up to the calves before it was cool. Oh, yeah. Glasses. Yeah. I was on the chess team. Nice, dude. Oh, it was Square. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I had to. I had I was too young to be on the chess team because it was supposed to be only like fourth grade and up, but I learned how to play chess when I was six, and so my mom like had to ask like, "Hey, can Ethan be on the chess team? He needs something to do. Like, please, please, he's go- please, please give him something." And I did it till I was in eighth grade, so it was a good thing. That's mom. fun. It was a good move. That's fun. But uh, did you man. get did you get bullied out of it? That's how. That's one of the reasons why I left Boy Scouts was because I found no. out it was uncool to be in Boy Scouts. So I was like, I'm gonna be out of here. Nah, I never, I never got bullied out of it because it was, there were enough kids in it that were cool. So like some of the soccer guys were in it and they played chess and like some of the, some of the cool girls were in it and they played chess. So it was like, it was before that the social circles had really developed, you know, yeah, fair enough, any sort of meaningful way um, where, cause you're like nine or 10. It's just like, oh yeah, I'll join the chess club. I don't know. I don't care. It was, but I definitely did not, uh, how do you say, fit in with a lot of the other cats on the chess sure. team. So, like, when we went to the national tournaments and they were all, like, listening to, uh, ironically enough, Barbie Girl. I remember really? I remember being at, like, a national tournament. Not, I didn't have an iPod. I didn't have a cell phone. I, like, uh-huh. I was just so, like, not the same as these kids. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like my mom was there with me the whole time. Like these kids were running around the hotel all on their own. It's just like different <laughs> parenting styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like my mom would be like, "Why don't you go play with them?" I'd be like, "I don't. There, we might as well be from another nation." And yeah. like trying to explain that to your mom mm-hmm. when you're nine is like, <laughs> it's impossible. You don't understand. Like they have a DS, they, right? And I don't. And I don't. They are all playing Nintendogs uh-huh. right now. Right now, and, and I don't. If have I walked. That. If I, if I walked over there with my Game Boy SP and said, hey, do you guys want to watch me play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? They would all laugh at me. But that's my only option at this point. And, of course, moms don't get that. No, they, they don't, don't understand. understand. They don't get it. Yeah, so, it, it was yeah. wild. I, I've told you the story before where, like, I, I was very unaware or, like, mm-hmm. uncaring about, like, wealth gaps in shiny toys like someone having the new iphone and i have mm. the old one has never really bothered me you know and this was true mm-hmm. even back in the day when yes. um my cousin chris gave me his game boy color and i really yeah you still have it you're about to pull it out i think yeah i think it's somewhere in here. no yep. chance yep holy cow ladies and gentlemen so my cousin Chris gave me this Game Boy Color. Wow. Yeah. And Does I, it still work? I'm that thing sure. could survive. I'm sure it does. 
I'm sure it doesn't, it doesn't have any batteries in it right now. But okay. yeah, like it it still works. We kept it in 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 pretty good condition. Um, but yeah, you man, I sell that for a pretty penny if you probably to. not. It's not in like it's not it's not Ooh. like clean. You know, it's like. But also, I don't want yeah. to. You know, it's like you know. Yeah, right. It's cool. It's kind of retro I have, and. I have speaking of retro tech, I've also got something here in my room. Oh yeah. We've been talking about since we moved. We've been talking about all the stuff we want to get rid of, but I'm not getting yeah. rid of this guy. Your oh my gosh, I'm your not, iPod. <laughs> I got an iPod Nano, two gigabytes Dude, of storage. I, I wanted one of those this so thing, bad. But this this thing is so freaking cool. Like those were so nothing, cool. There's nothing like this anymore. No. You know, like I wish that they still made. Like imagine this with like the storage that your phone now has, like 128 gigabytes which is totally possible i have a something that yeah. big that has like 500 gigabytes you, feel, you know. feel like a king but like the buttons still work you can hear it click it's still tactile Ooh, like man yeah. it's just ah oh, gosh i don't know American i gotta i gotta figure out how to turn this thing back on American maybe i'll bring this on the pilgrimage who knows <laughs> but yeah so I, I i took this to soccer one day yeah. and i was just playing yes it. i had i had i had pokemon red and i was playing that and I was just playing mm-hmm. it, and one of the kids was like, you still have that one? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I have this one. And I was like, yeah, this is the one that I have. And I just like, was unaware mm-hmm. that he was flexing on me. And, right. um, and then remember, you were like, how many books did you read this year? Yeah. How many how many audiobooks did you read this year, dude? Unironically. I was like, how many? How, how, many, how many Pokemon do you have in your Pokedex? Have you read the... Oh, 16? Okay. Ooh, rough. Cringe. F. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, you can talk. You can talk to me when you're on my level. Then, then we can have a conversation. Um, yeah. So the uh, what was it called? Oh yeah, I, there's this kid in my class, Jonathan. Jonathan, if you're listening, he he would all, yeah. he was one of those kids who was like, uh, you don't know what we're talking about. You know those kids? Yes. You know that you don't know what we're talking. Like he, he he will not let you be like a part mm-hmm. of it. Like regardless, yes. you know. Um, yes. This was I, me when kids would talk about the NBA when I was a, when I was young because I didn't know anything about the NBA when I was a kid. Oh, and so they would like point out that you didn't know, and they would make fun of like you. Like I yet. would try to contribute, and they would be like, "You don't know about this." And I'd be like, "How do you? First of all, how do you, how know? Do you know that?" It's like, how do you know well, that? you're right, and I'm never gonna yeah. recover from this." And so I <laughs> I was like, I was like I was telling them that I played Pokemon. They were like, "Oh, Fire Red," and I was like, "Yeah, I play Pokemon Red." I just was like, oh, yeah, they're calling it something different. I was completely unaware. Mm-hmm. And they were like, mm-hmm. you don't have that. You don't have Pokemon Fire Red. You don't know. And I was like, yeah, I do. And they were like, what Pokemon's on the front? And I was like, Charizard, which is a dumb question because Charizard is red. So, like, yes. it's a dumb <laughs> question. But they were like, oh, okay, yeah, you do know. That's cool. And they wouldn't have had a conversation without me. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, another funny instance. Finding Nemo was coming out. This is like burned okay. in my memory. 
And my right. mom, my a grandma, movie for rich kids only. I guess. And my grandma <laughs> had this movie that was like Nemo goes to Dreamland or something. So I, okay. <laughs> look it up if you've ever seen it. Yeah. I don't know, but like they were Dreamland? talking. Land. What? Ne- little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got this little boy that looks dressed like Napoleon and some type of blackface adjacent creature. Oh, interesting. Is that are we I'm gonna share my screen with you. Oh, that's not adjacent. That's not adjacent. Holy cow. I well I wanted to be kind to the little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland team, but uh <laughs> yeah, they did that doesn't look it's, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's not a, that's not even kind of adjacent. That just is. It's that's just crazy. Is yeah, that's funny. Where's the uh, Where's the Wikipedia page? I want to describe this to you. Little Nemo is a fictional character. Uh, he originated he in a comic to strip. And he has adventures and befriends the king of Slumberland, Morpheus. <laughs> 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 oh, he just meets Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> in the dream. The stream. Uh, one the night, Nemo. Sh- Discovers Nightmare Land and the evil Nightmare King throwing Slumberland and Nemo himself into danger. This sounds cool. This sounds like something I could get into. I heard it was pretty cool. I think it's uh, I think it's Japanese originally. It does look a little Japanese to me. Yeah, it's Japanese, so they don't have the same. Yeah. Uh, they're not like yeah. This is <laughs> blackface. It looks is like bad. it's made in Japan in the Western style. I will say yes. Because I, I didn't notice uh, it as a Japanese thing when I was a kid, but yeah, it was an English dub right. of a span of, of a Japanese movie, apparently. Anyway, so it was called Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, and okay. so that movie came out in right. in the U.S. in 1992, and so apparently right. we watched it. Like we 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 watched this movie at Dude, Grandma's house, right? We should we should do a commentary track on Little Nemo. I I'm actually totally down. We should that pull, would be that would be super. We fun. should we yeah. should pull obscure movies from our childhood. That's a that's great. Yeah, and then we should do the trumpet of the swan after that. <laughs> great. I read I read all of E. B. White's books when I was a kid. I loved E. B. White, really? Charlotte's Web, mm. Trumpet mm. of the Swan, and then mm. what was the other one? There's another one. Come on, there's got to be another one. Catcher in the Rye. Mm, yes. Okay. E.B. White wrote. <laughs> he wrote Charlotte's Web, The Trumpet of the Swan, and Is Sex Necessary? 1929. You know, sometimes you got to finish the trilogy, even if people don't want you to. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. So um, you, were, oh, so you were talking Wilbur's to kids Adventure. in 2009. Yeah, 2001. In 2001, when Finding Nemo came out, they were talking about how they were going to go see it. I was like, Nemo? Nemo. I My love grandma Nemo. has that movie. <laughs> That's so crazy. And they rightly said, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> My grandma works at Pixar. <laughs> and I, I adamantly said, yeah, she does. Yeah. Obviously, it came out in 1992, yeah. before we were yeah. born. Right. And... Uh, Dude, but it makes you think how many times kids say things like, oh, my dad showed me that or like my dad yeah. has that when it's really just a massive misunderstanding, massive misunderstanding. and the kid has no clue. Yeah, it <laughs> was it was so it was funny. It was funny because I was like I was like, yeah, Jonathan, you were uh, you were right on both counts. I didn't have Pokemon Fire Red and I didn't have Finding Nemo on VHS, but that gave you no right it's to like, exclude me. 
like Taylor Sheffield in sixth grade. She was like, my uncle works at fear factor. I bet he just worked at a factory, you know, like I bet she had no idea. Her uncle is Joe Rogan. (laughs) Dude, if that's true, I don't think that's true. Can she get us on the show? No, 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 no. She's, we should we cool. should do she's we should cool. do like a, a Joe Rogan deep fake where we're sitting on the other side of the table. He made it so easy to fake the other side of his table. He shouldn't have done that. He really he really did. I think it'd be funny if we did it very obviously that we are just like the top halves of our body are just <laughs> photoshopped in and we don't even like crop out the guest that we're do- taking the footage from. We got to do the Alex like Jones our one, bodies. You know? <laughs> yeah. On it's like my body on top of Tim Dillon <laughs> and your body on top of uh, Alex Jones, <laughs> and like their limbs stay still and like our limbs are moving, and so you can see them behind us. <laughs> it would be really funny. Ooh, yeah, oh, that's good, man. Yeah, we have good ideas sometimes. I agree. Not a lot, though. I agree with yeah. you. I think I think we're yeah. very funny, and more people should give us money on Patreon.com/slash/TheCrunch. Wow, did you plug. did you see that after your wife's impassioned plea on the Discord that someone did join Patreon? <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, thank you. Should kind. shout that person out by name. I'm going to do that right now because yeah. when you when you join at Patreon.com/slash/TheCrunch at the ten dollar month and up level, you get a bonus show that comes out every Friday. Which this last week we do need to talk about this. Alex uh, Peterson, thank you so thank much you, for Alex. joining. We really appreciate it. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to us because we're really trying to grow something here and uh, we need your help to, to keep it going. Indeed. But last week, because you were out of town at Catholic yeah. again, oh, the struggles of traveling. Oh, it's so hard. Ooh, no, this time it was great. <laughs> this time it was easy. No delays. But because you were gone, I did a little solo yeah. cast. I saw that. And I did. I asked the patrons, I said, hey, do you have any questions for me? And they submitted a bunch of questions. And I really, I was so low energy. Because uh, Peter's been sleeping terribly the last I couple know. weeks. More terribly than normal. Like, he's always slept bad, but it's been like... Oh, jeez, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was better, a little bit better last night, but it just we've had a run of, of really rough times. Because we're just in a new house, and we're trying to figure out, like, the best way to to do it. And he, like, is doing a lot of developmental leaps. So he's, like, in the span of two weeks, he started crawling, and then he started pulling himself up on things. Mm. And so he's just way more mobile now than he was before. So, like... The last sleep sleeping situation yeah. had to change. And he had a sleep regression. Anyway, he's a great kid. I love him so sleep much. Sleep regressions happen during the big mobility shifts. That's what I've been told. So, mm-hmm. And that is what we're experiencing. But what I did is I played Fortnite for like an hour. And I <laughs> yeah. answered people's questions and like played the game and kind of commentated on my gameplay. And then answered questions while I was playing. Yeah. It was really fun. And a few people said that they really enjoyed it. So uh, I think people should join... And then maybe we'll do more cool stuff like that. It's kind of like what we did on Twitch, but except there's no lag. I have the perfect cool. setup now. I can just play on Sean's computer. He has all the games. Whatever game you game. want, I can play it. Dude, play me in Fortnite right now. Do you want me to play Genshin Impact? Because I can play that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what it I is see. either. Sometimes Twitter suggests tweets to me. It's like, you might like Genshin Impact. I'm like, I've never expressed any interest in anything even close to this. Uh-huh. So I don't know why you're promoting this to me. Yeah. I want to see 
you know, the, the Clinton kill list. That's what I'm interested in. Give me more content about all the people that the Clintons have killed. I don't really care about Genshin Impact. I'm on Twitter because there's a bunch of anonymous accounts on there that have access to classified information or are Bulgarian bodybuilders. That's why I'm on Twitter. I don't want to know about any you can women. Never, you can I don't never get me to join about, threads, okay? You'll I don't never... want to know about any anime, anything. I want to know about the truth. I don't Give want, me the conspiracies. I don't want to watch a children's cartoon anymore. Unless it's yeah. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Speaking of Twitter, this could be a little little topic to round out the show. Ooh. Um, a lot of people have been posting recently what with Pope Francis appointing um, a bunch of cardinals and it's kind of the synod uh-huh. delegates being announced and um, different things like the, the guy who wrote the Kiss Me With Your Mouth book. Um, did you see that? Where, how else There's would this, you? How else would you kiss someone? Yeah, this was this it, cardinal what? wrote a book called "The Art of he- the The Art of Kissing." Heal me with your mouth. I think is the title of the book, oh. and it's like this reflection on kissing. And yeah. uh, anyway, so like a lot of people I, are I like, saw and he's that, the guy I saw that's that, taking and over. He was like, he was like the dicastery no, for the doctrine. You don't understand. So. It was a mistranslation. I wrote it to help teenagers. Hold on, what to who? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, go back, roll it. Mistran to help teenage. You wrote this book for teenagers. Hey man, teenagers shouldn't be kissing nothing except their mothers on the cheeks. Say goodbye. I'm going Whoa. to school. Yes. Whoa, that's true. I think kids these days are kissing too much. I will say they need to be playing their video games and not looking at each other. But instead, but <laughs> ever since ever since this COVID pandemic got over, these kids are getting out there and they're. They're getting smoking. jobs and they're making they're making out behind the restaurants. You know, it's <laughs> disgusting. You can't go by. Get back a restaurant on Zoom, anymore. you get back on. I don't get back on Zoom and pull yourself up by your bootstraps like the rest of us. You know, I don't Goodness. know. I loved I love doing that. I loved <laughs> taking the affectation of a conservative and applying liberal talking points. It's really funny. People don't know what to do with it. Um, so on Twitter, there's a lot of stuff going on. And there's a lot of stuff going on about like the world and mm-hmm. like the politics yeah. and the the Trump and the Biden and the different things. And there's an argument that's going on that's saying you don't need to know what's happening mm-hmm. in the Vatican. You know, yeah. it's not important. No. All we need to know is the name of the Pope. All we need to know is the name of the president. These big global national things are of no importance to you. I think the important thing is that we just evangelize and we just don't need to be thinking about all this inside baseball stuff and we just need to get out there. And then there's people that are saying, then there are people coming back and they're saying, no, it is important that we know what's going on so we can prepare our families and prepare our communities and prepare our children for like the the things that are coming up and that they're going to have to deal with in 10, 20 years. And if I just poke my head in the sand and I don't know what's going on and I just kind of do to do to do, then I'm going to be caught off guard. I don't want to be caught off guard. I don't want my kids to be caught off guard. I can so sympathize so with that too. Right. So there's just a lot of, um, a lot of talk going on by a lot of people that are very uh, smart and correct. And uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to hear what your take is on all of that because it mm. seems to be a common refrain recently on, uh, on the old Twitter. Somewhere in the middle. Hmm. No. I think I mean no. Pick a side, coward. I, I'm, I'm if honestly, if we're gonna pick a side, I'm going to the side of you. Just shouldn't care. That's like that's the side that I'm gonna go towards because it's like mm. 
there's there's people out there that just want your money right and so like they're going right. to find they need to find things that are salacious and interesting to the most amount of people and so they're Ooh. just going to go to the national it's palace intrigue it's always been the case it's always going to be mm. around you know we just want to know we want to know what the leaders are doing we want to know their lurid details Ooh, of their lives lurid. we want yeah we want the <laughs> We want to want to hear about them. We want to learn about Cleopatra and Marie Antoinette. We want to learn about rich people at sex. That's what we want. Did Cleopatra um, and Marie Antoinette have a, have a, a torrid affair? Famously, really separated separated by time, but yes, not by love. They, they wrote they wrote Cleopatra wrote into the future to the French lesbian that reads this. <laughs> <laughs> Please know that I'm thinking of you. <laughs> And the the mailman in France was like, "You're gonna have to be more specific." <laughs> 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 uh, there's too many to count. How are we gonna find the one? Um, I'm gonna just, read just, Father Harrison's just, hatchet, just hatcheting through a bunch of armpit hair to find the Paris lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, at this time, uh, me and my team have decided not to comment. <laughs> Father Harrison says, I am more and more convinced we give too much energy and attention to things we cannot control, especially with church news. Guess what? You can't do anything about what is going on in Rome, etc. If it is outside your sphere of influence, why give it so much energy and attention? Being informed is good, but the fact is what happens in Rome or wherever rarely has any real impact at home. Put your energy in your sphere of influence. But we tend to do the opposite. Put our energy on the things we cannot change and ignore the things where we can change. I agree. Uh, Eileen, I agree generally, but I also disagree. Mm. Because, and maybe this is me being more inclined to my own preferences, but to me, when I hear about stuff that's going on, it's like, wow, um, I'm glad that I know this. Because it's like saying, like that attitude to me is like saying, oh, like if you think back in like 1964, right, Vatican II, don't worry about what's going on with, in Rome. It's not going to affect you. But it is. It is going it, to affect it to, you. Yeah. It did. It 100% yeah. did. Yeah. So like, oh, don't worry about what's going on in the White House. It's not going to affect you, you know, and then like you get shot because there's a protest going on, you know, because Trump is elected or what, you know, yeah, for random like example, yeah, I don't sure. have anything concrete, but there's things like that that happen. And so like sure. to say that these big national or global th events don't matter because they're not in your sphere of influence. is just not true because the world is a global village. Yeah. To I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's really like the, the takeaway. I don't think, I think that it literally the, is. It says, "Don't put energy towards things that are outside your sphere of influence." Yeah, but knowing about something is not putting energy towards it. You know, I think the thing that he's criticizing is not the knowing of the thing, but the constant worry and incessant bickering about the thing. You know, I agree with the. I agree with the bickering. I think the the knowledge. I think about the knowing. Thing, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The go knowledge ahead. about the thing is is fine. I think that's why. That's why. Like, I think the pillar is good. It's like. Oh, here, you know, we want to know what's going on in Rome. There you go. Mm -hmm. It's happening, you know, and it's like you right. can draw your own opinions and be like, well, that's crazy. But, you know, it's like we don't need to spend too much time worrying about it. Like the synod on synodality is not the end of time, even though it can be silly at times. Um, Here's what I think. Yeah, sorry. You, you're standing the road and a car is coming towards you and you have knowledge of that car coming towards you. That's important. But you can't just be, you can't just be like, all right, 
like you have to take some kind of action because of of the knowledge yeah conversely i think but if you propose the your alternative actions are in the sphere of influence though like that's kind of a sh- sure sure yeah. but conversely if you flip it around and you and you look away from the car uh then all of a sudden it's like you have no knowledge and you don't know like where to operate your sphere of influence you see what i mean and so mm-hmm. it's like if i see the truck coming at me and it's 50 uh no let's say let's a football length away right it's 100 yards away from me I see it, I apprehend it, I have plenty of time to move out of the way, right? Even though what's driving the, like I can't stop the truck, I can't do anything about the truck, but I can move. But if I turn the other way and I don't know that the truck is coming, then it hits me and I die because I never had a chance to exert my sphere of influence based no on the knowledge podcast. that I'm seeing from the thing. Mm-hmm. And then we can no longer podcast. And so that's that's what I think is like, okay, if I know that there's going to be a priest shortage, if I know that there's going to be continued disagreements about liturgy, if I know that there's going to be confusion about doctrine specifically around transgenderism and gay marriage and blessing same-sex couples and those types of, if I like know that that's what's in the pipeline, Mm -hmm. then I can take action now to prepare my community and my family and my local parish for those things. But if I don't know those things, then they might hit me without, without yes. being aware. Yeah. I think you that's know a I mean? good, I think that's a good road to take. Cause it's like, cause as long as you're taking that action, the issue that I think the issue that I see a lot on the internet is that mm. maybe if we post enough, mm. it'll, it'll change or, you know, we get to be black well, pilled together. You know, I mean, it's we've like, written 350 books. It's true. So, so who knows? Our sphere of influence goes all the way to the top. Pope Francis is our right. number one patron. We did get an imprimatur almost once. Almost. <laughs> a sensor laborum. Mm. A bunch of people in Japan, the ones who worked on Nemo's adventure in Slumberland, <laughs> listened to our podcast and said, yes. not enough blackface. Got to have more of that. <laughs> not enough. Not enough tangential. <laughs> It'd be crazy if we pulled off blackface on an audio podcast. It'd just be insane. We'd be the most racist people in the history of the planet to do my, a visual racism auditorily. My wife and I did a charcoal mask once and I found a picture of it on my iPhone and I was like, let's just delete that. Just, yeah, in, just case. in case I ever run for office. I just yeah. don't need this getting out. Um, well, I, I don't really have much else to add. I just wanted to kind of address that because I had seen it a lot. Yeah, no, it's. I think that applies lately. to church news and national news. It's like, yeah, you, yeah. Need, to, you need to know that there's... Uh, an embargo on Russian oil because gas prices mm-hmm. are going to go up. So you can like do right. something to mitigate that, you know, uh, yeah. you can lower the price of gas at your gas station. So there's constantly a traffic backup on the corner of Maine and second and Maine. I nice. say where I live, but there's a gas yeah. station around the corner from my house that is gas is it's on second consistently, Maine. consistently $1 a gallon cheaper. Now that's crazy. Hmm. However, most people like buy about 10 gallons of gas. So you're saving effectively $10 to sit in a really long line. Who's buying 10 gallons of gas? I guess my people, tanks are huge. Your, your gas tank is like my 12 gas gallons, like 18 right? 18 gallons. Yeah. 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 Well, 18 is not close to 10. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't go get it when you're empty, right? I, I do. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I wait. I wait until the line is parallel with the ground before I go and get gas. How, what, what's the level of savings on gas that you need to have to like go out of your way 
to a different gas station? Um, if it is more than if it's more than ten cents cheaper, I would go out of my way. Yeah. Okay. So you're like you're like I need to save two dollars, and I'll drive an extra couple minutes to get that gas. Uh, it's the principle of the thing. And then you I'm go and buy somewhere. It. There's no way it's all coming to Oklahoma city, right? It's like, there's no way that it should be more expensive. It's a principal thing. It's like, it's on this corner versus it's on this corner. Same company, same gas station, mm-hmm. different price. I'm going to the one with the lower price, not because I need to save the $2, but because I need to let them know with my money that gas should be this price, not this price. <laughs> gas should be, if you can make it this, it needs to be this. <laughs> I, you're, you're in the, you're in America's heartland. All right. I'm on the coast. Okay. So. Gas is a little more pricey over here. It's nowhere near where it is in Chicago or New York or California. But for our national our national listeners on the on the sea ball boards, Ethan, uh-huh. how much is gas in Oklahoma right now? I paid like two eighty nine. Oh my day. gosh, you said two. It started <laughs> with two. Holy cow. Yeah. We got good text. That's ridiculous. Man. That's there's ridiculous. A of, there's a lot of state because it's an oil state, so there's a lot yeah. of uh uh, friendly laws and such when it comes that's to the ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> move to Oklahoma, I guess. So does that mean that that means that back when it was two dollars and fifty cents in Pennsylvania, it was like a dollar down there. That's like dollar nineteen. Yeah, it was crazy filling up cheap. your tank for twenty bucks. Yeah, take me back. Remember when they were? Those remember were they, they were like throwing it away during they COVID? We're were just tossing gas onto the streets. And like they're just giving away cars. It was crazy. <laughs> it was a wild time. We got to get to the dating podcast because yeah, man. we can't stay up all night. No. Every Wednesday we do a dating show where we answer our Instagram followers dating questions. We answer the questions of the people that write in to us on Discord at bit.ly slash crunch discord. So if you have a dating question, you can DM us at the Crunchcast on Instagram. Or if you're in our Discord community, bit.ly slash crunch discord, you can post it in the dating corner channel and maybe we get some bonus advice from uh, the other friends in the Discord. And how could that be bad? It can't be. Can't be. So we're going to go do that. And yeah. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Even one book a year is good. Don't. I if you read less than me that year, I don't I'm not trying to be mean. Reading is difficult to find time for, and so anything you can do is good for your brain, and I'm proud of you. He was crossing his fingers the whole time I saw it. No, I promise. These are my fingers. Thank Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We will see you all next week.